For the newly indoctrinated, Jim Butcher's The Dresden Files follows the story of a professional wizard in Chicago. We started our podcast as a way to help break down the series' most important moments, characters, and lore. This is McAnally's Dresden Files podcast by Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. Welcome to the McAnally's podcast brought to you by Free Flow Rambling. This is episode 8.11, Bound Thou Art, where we are covering the novel Grave Peril. My name is Tanzan, and I'm joined by Maggie. Hello, hello. And Jess. Hi. Chapter 22. Harry, Michael, and Charity arrive at the hospital. Stallings shows up and gives Dresden Kravos' journal. Harry joins Michael in the maternity ward and finds out that Charity's labor ended up in complications. The two work out that the nightmare is just a tool for somebody else pulling the strings. They leave to search for a suspect. So, yeah, we had kind of a um, tragic ending in the last chapter with Michael basically in tears in the rain, holding his injured wife in his arms. Harry, what have you done? (laughs) So, yeah, then we pick back up. um, Everybody's getting treated at the hospital. Yeah. Rough night. It was a rough night. And so Harry gets seen. So he, you know, feels bad because there's like a little girl with a broken arm and he's like, head trauma before broken bones. So he gets in almost right away. And surprisingly, the doctor has actually heard of him. And he's like, I'm more like infamous than famous. So he's kind of a little put off that, she, you know, so he's like, oh, you know, ha ha ha, heard anything good? And she's like, no, not really. He's like, great. (laughs) And it gets better from there because she can no longer find a big bloody head gash. So he knows it was there because there's blood all over and it was pouring down his face and in his eyes and in his mouth. Apparently it still hurts. And it still hurts like a son of a gun. But apparently she says something that looks like it could have been there, what, a few months ago? Mm -hmm. So it's far along the healing process. And Harry just about drops a brick right then because he realizes that Leah did it. And she should not have that much power and influence over him in the mortal world. So not good. (laughs) How, How is it that she's getting more and more power over him? It's partly that he's letting her. I think part of it is that he keeps breaking his word to her. But she made another bargain with him here and there. Yeah, he keeps like sort of like, I don't know, like reinforcing it. Just sort of like compound interest. Compound, exactly. That's basically. So he keeps like breaking his word more and more and more while in order to, you know, get out of it each time he's piling on more, right? So she came again with an offer to him again. And he's like, yeah, I'll take it. And I'm not sure. I don't think it ever really says where and when and how the other ones took place, but we know he mostly avoids her in the Never Never. I don't know if they were made there. I don't know if it's a difference that this bargain was made here in the mortal side as opposed to... But yeah, that's kind of the realization that he's coming to here is that, yeah, that that dynamic is shifting the power balance, (laughs) which wasn't that great to begin with. It was not really in his favor. Right, and that the difference is, is that it is in the real world this time too, and not just... The never never probably yeah like i say i don't know for sure if that's where the other bargains were you know made and agreed upon but yeah but her magic is yeah he's he's basically a, he's giving away his power and letting her have power over him and you can't do that harry you need to keep your own power <laughs> he's kind of hemorrhaging power at the moment <laughs> yeah he let the nightmare yeah, take the a nightmare big chunk um <laughs> you know right. he's giving it away to leah so but i will say this uh, doctor who recognizes him Uh, she has a nameplate named Simmons Mm -hmm. and we meet in later books a reoccurring EMT named Gary Simmons so maybe this is like her like she's married to him and that's why she knows so much about him because like he keeps this this EMT Simmons keeps showing up at crime scene after crime scene with where Harry is and keeps loading up bodies maybe (laughs) maybe she's just like yeah my husband keeps showing up at your (laughs) your job sites (laughs) maybe but that hasn't happened yet really Maybe, no. I suppose. But yes, that's kind of funny. Well, that's a good catch, though, having this like, with the same name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone everyone who works at a hospital in Chicago knows about this guy, because everyone's like, please put in why you're in the hospital today. And they're like, wizard. The two, isn't it like Lamar and Simmons or something like that? Yeah, Lamar or, and Simmons. Yeah. yeah. But anyways. Um, so yeah, so basically she's like, okay, well, quit messing with us. There's not, you know, there's sick people here. You're fine. You know, so going down yet another notch in her esteem if there was much left yeah. so yeah basically give so he's shaken and worried by all of this and and 
crawls into a bathroom to clean himself up and Stallings just manages to find him there in that bathroom. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I guess, well, like, he says he's there because they just brought Murphy in. Yeah. But I'm like, again, is this just that whole, like, ER cops kind of, like, I know, you know, you hear and stuff in shows where they're like, oh, yeah, the ER nurse alerted us to, you know, but it's like, why, how is he suddenly there with Dresden that he, like, found him in, like, the right bathroom? Because Cook, Cook County sounds like a big hospital. <laughs> <laughs> maybe their, maybe their ER is just really small. <laughs> Stallings is just that good a cop. I don't know. That's but God, okay. Divine intervention. Divine intervention. <laughs> yeah, it's don't mess with the plot too much. We need him to be. Yeah. Because yeah. the timing works out. The timing is that it's twenty minutes after sundown. Yeah, they've just so yeah. That's why they moved. The only, Murph. the only only divine intervention is which bathroom do they both use? <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess maybe they would have just brought Murph into emergency as well. I don't know. Yeah. But regardless. We figure out, we find out that the the sleeping... Sleeping spell? The sleeping spell. Yeah, we learn that that Murphy's sleeping spell is going to last at least for another few days. And that she'll, but unfortunately that she will revert back to that uh, traumatized state once she's wakes up. She's still stuck in that place. She's still stuck under that spell or influence. Yeah, and it's going to deteriorate a little bit with every sunrise and stuff like that that they're going through. So, yeah, at least she can be under some medical care now and kept, like, you know, hydrated and stuff like that. But they're, like he says, they're arguing whether it's like a coma or what was it, drug-induced or a coma or something. But, yeah, but basically he's like, um, you know, do you really need that book that Dresden, the the spell book of Krabbis's that Dresden had asked him about? And he's like, can you, you know, like, can you actually help Murphy and, like, bring her out of this if you get it? And Dresden's like, yeah, like, very firmly and positively, he's like, yes. Mm-hmm. So Stallings is finally like, okay. Yeah, gives him the book. Yeah. Well, and one thing that he does let Dresden know, he finally gets it out of Stallings, is that, that uh, Internal Affairs is poking around the, the Kravos case. So mm-hmm. once again, IA has returned to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And Harry's like, again, cause he can't really figure out like, cause you know, Stallings makes a big deal about giving him the book. And he's like, if you touch this, there's going to be like fingerprints and hair and skin, and DNA. And he's like, okay, well, Kravis is already like basically put away. Like we caught him red handed. Like, do we need this one piece of evidence? And yeah, Stallings, you know, being all cagey about it and stuff like that. Right. So, He's like, well, I can't really tell you what's going on, but IA's involved again. And ha- Dresden's like, fuck, again? <laughs> like, right. they just won't leave you guys alone, right? So, again, that whole teasing breadcrumbs of information and problems, but still not enough for Harry to put a lot of things together and know what's a big deal and what isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, but he gets, you know, he's like, I swear to you, that's what I need to... To, you know, get a hold of this demon thing or whatever and, and break whatever it did to Murphy. So Stallings is like, all right, just make it disappear. Like, you never saw it. I never had it. You know, do not fuck things up for us worse. <laughs> so Harry makes his way to the maternity ward and finds Michael. I did think that was a really, really cute moment. A, a nurse looked up and did a double take staring at us before hurrying out of the room. Aha, I said. That nurse recognizes us. <laughs> I didn't realize we were back at uh, Cook County. Right. <laughs> didn't recognize the place without something being on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, in his typical fashion, we've seen him do this. Um, another story is coming up where he always takes the long, circuitous route around because of his tendency to make electronical, technical things go boom, um, he tries to avoid the most delicate parts of the hospital and, you know, blowing up grandma's iron lung or setting off, so shutting off someone's life support or something like that. Mm. Um, so he goes in search of Michael in the nursery, which, yes, of course, is where this all started just a day or two ago. <laughs> so, like, yeah, can't really blame the nurse, but it's a nice little callback. It's like, oh. And again, I get it, but at the same time, I'm like, bullshit. Like, there's not that many hospitals in my town, I'm pretty sure. Like, if it was one I had been at, I'm pretty sure I would know if I ended up at the same hospital. Like, I get him being kind of, like, out of it when maybe when they first arrived. <laughs> but I'm like, by the time you've, like, you know, been dismissed by the doctor and are there, I'm like, you friggin' know what hospital you're in. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Can't blame the head trauma. <laughs> right? 
Um, yeah. So anyways, um, so he goes and Michael looks different than he's used to. He's a little bit more must, a little bit more rumpled. The way his hair is kind of messed up, it shows more of the gray. Like he's just looking a little aged, a little haggard, a little something. He's not the strong and true stalwart Michael. And he's just kind of forlornly looking over, forlornly looking over the, the, the babes in the nursery. And so, yeah, Harry comes up and tries to make, uh, conversation you know like so which one's the little the newest one and uh michael just doesn't even say anything for a while and he's like uh michael and then he starts talking about like charity and the labor and takes a really long time to get around to the baby and harry's like but how's the baby but how's the baby but charity's gonna be okay right and yeah dude's really going through it right now yeah he's shook yeah he's yeah yeah which i mean to be fair i mean i mean for all intents and purposes, he just pretty much lost God and his wife and his child. Yeah. In, like, one night, right? <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. space of the last, like, I don't know, couple hours or something like that, you know, give and take the timeline. So, yeah. So that's a lot of trauma to deal with at one one point of time. It's a Boom. huge amount. And again, right, my, yeah, Michael is one of these people where his wife and his family are, like, so much to him, you know? And, like you know, in a genuine way. So, um... Everything's on par. Well, I mean, not everything, but those... His family and God are pretty much on par with each other, you know? They're very... Pretty much. Hand-in-hand linked. Yeah. Yeah. The cornerstone of who he is has been rocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, losing the sword and having that... Um, so, yeah, so... And, and, and on top of all of that, you know, as much as I love Harry, that's not really the guy I'd want in this moment, you know? <laughs> who, you know, partially caused it all, you know? And you've got Harry on your corner, like, okay, 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 but, 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 okay, 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 well, tell me faster, tell me faster. And it's like, Harry? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, he's lucky in some ways that Harry doesn't get just a punch to the mouth yeah. for, you know? I mean, again, that's just... And Michael's a really good man. Michael's a... <laughs> right? Um... So, yeah, so, you know, she was maybe getting sick with a cold, and then it was a tough labor, and the baby's not doing well, and he doesn't know if Charity will be able to have more kids, and... Well, the most heartbreaking part of it is that they think that he, he had done harm to Charity. And then... Like, what an affront to his identity alone. Well, exactly, and again, right, for all of us that know the true Michael, and how nothing could be, you know, he spends his whole life fighting for other people that are being abused and, you know, but I mean, exactly, right? Like, that's just one more huge thing. And, you know, and, he, and he's kind of got a point, like, him denying it is not going to look, you know, he's going to look like every typical abusive husband, like, oh, she fell down, the, you know, like, uh, she tripped over a gravestone. <laughs> yeah. How do you explain that? We were attacked by a supernatural entity. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. right. So send you to the psych ward next. <laughs> well, exactly, right. So, yeah, that's just one more sort of crushing blow. Like, on the one hand, it's like, well, I can deal with, you know, demons and, and vampires and, you know, but it's like, how do you, yeah, I'm and you're attacking like his basically his integrity and his morality in that it's like oh, that's- well and, and to a certain degree you know uh as much as michael is human uh he is still on the fringes of the supernatural and integrity and you know your image is just as much part of the power and faith you know and for a lot mm-hmm. of people harry included they don't get faith from god they get faith from michael or, mm-hmm. you know, as we meet the other knights, you know, like, it's even like, you know, Murphy, who's got a little bit of faith in God, we see as the books progress, she's really more about, like, it's it's when Michael steps up with the sword and stuff that she's a little bit more, like... Well, it's that whole action speak louder well, than words thing's a little bit, right? When you can see Michael and, and the other knights and, you know, and see them mm-hmm. actually embodying that, it makes it easier for you to believe yeah, that exactly, you right? can make and it happen, right? Builds up that rallying thing. And so, yeah. obviously, you know, the random, you know, doctors and staff doesn't matter quite so much when Harry and Charity know the truth. But even still, you know, it's it's it, it's just a little bit of that, like, you know, like your power comes to you from just the kind of reaction the other people have to you as well well yeah so. exactly nobody wants to mm-hmm. you know be thought of like that exactly but i just nobody mean like wants, on the supernatural yeah. front too past just human integrity you know yeah michael still has you know as much as his is borrowed and a bit removed from you know his yeah. own personal power it's still just well yeah it goes along it's, it's almost a stain on god if there's a stain on michael and, yeah i was you gonna know, say yeah, i don't want his mm. reputation getting tarnished and stuff like that and yeah, having, when he's walking around you know working for god you know he yeah. can't be you, yeah you don't 
don't want to give him any handicaps to... To be fair, then this is now Michael. He basically says, like, maybe this is a hint from God that I should be stepping down. It's someone else's burden now, like... Yeah, you know, maybe there's a reason I lost the sword. Maybe I should be at home taking care of my family. There's a reason people are doubting me now, you know? Mm-hmm. He's really mm-hmm. quick to sort of lose that faith in himself without the sword. Like, the sword is really his... A little bit. And, I mean, I do, like, part of me is, I'm like, yeah, I get that a little bit. Part of it is like, wow, dude, that was... But at the same time, I'm like, you know, looking at it this time around with sort of more, um, not intensity, but, um, you know, I, like, I can get that, you know? Like, imagine if you were entrusted with, you know, like, I don't know, the rarest jewel in the world or something like that, right? You're going to feel so much more responsibility. If something happens and you let it out of your sight or whatever, right? Obviously, that's going to have a he- way more impact on you than if you're like, oops, I lost my Starbucks card again or something, you know, <laughs> right? Like, you know, I mean, you- hell, even if you lose someone else's Starbucks card, you feel a lot worse than if you'd lost your own, you know? uh, right? Exactly. You know, so it's like, yeah, I mean, if you're the one that's like, well, they entrusted me because I'm supposed to be the smartest, the brightest, the strongest, the cleverest, you know, whatever that I'm supposed to protect this thing and keep it safe. You know, like, I, I can see Michael, you know, I'm like... Well, and we fall, we see Harry fall into these, like, depressive episodes constantly throughout the books, right? It only takes a couple of beatings and a couple of losses for Harry to be like, why the fuck am I even, like, I'm not the guy for this. I'm just some, like, little-ass bitch who lives in Chicago, well, right? So it's fair to let Michael have his moment, too. It, it is, <laughs> but that's part of the burden of being Michael is we're all like, but Michael doesn't have that. Michael is unwavering. <laughs> yeah, his power comes from his unwavering yeah, faith. but... Michael has its moments too, and this was a lot in one night. And I'm like, yeah, it, I I get why you're why you're shaking. And you know, in all fairness, when God makes moves, he makes some pretty big moves. You know, burning bushes, floods, like, you know, it, it, yeah. I I could see Michael <laughs> legitimately being like, maybe there's a reason. Like he took, I didn't lose the sword. He took it away from me. Right. You know, this is yeah. He's not gonna pop in for tea and be like, so Michael, I was thinking it's. Yeah, going to be some big cataclysmic event or something like that to prove he's unworthy or, you know, sit up and take notice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so basically he wants to just stay there and sit it out and look after. And Michael's like, or Harry's like, no, now's the time to act. Like, now we really know we're getting somewhere because this guy's getting desperate. And, you know, like, now we really need to go after him. And Michael's like, yeah, no, you don't need me. I don't think so. And Harry's like, please, like, I cannot mm-hmm. go out there. Like, even if you don't have the sword and a big, like, weapon, I'm like, you're still smart. You're still brawny. You're still, like, come have my back, please. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit. And I think even Harry's also just like, and also, like, if you're not my friend anymore, then I don't believe in myself. So I really need you. <laughs> like, Well, yeah, exactly, right? That's it, too. Well, he quite he quite leans on him for, for that su- su- support and... And that to be the, the the backup. Well, Harry has daddy issues. <laughs> there's there's that as a number one, <laughs> and justified too. It's not even just your typical minor issues. Yeah. Like as the more we find out, um, but he's also Michael is his moral compass. And he's basically all but said that too, you know, like that is like Harry's like, I want to do the right thing. I'm but, you know, Harry is more than ha- like, you know, even just with the parking tickets, like Harry, you let her fix your tickets. And he's like, damn right I did. But you know, but this is why. So Harry's like, I'm really okay with this. This is a small enough thing. I know I'm breaking the law. Don't care. But you know, in the grander scheme of things, like, yeah, he looks at Michael to make right. sure he doesn't go too far. You know, that parking that tickets is the yeah. worst yeah like he hugely admires michael he he wants what i mean not necessarily in a bad way like in a bad envious way but you know michael has a wife and kids he has a nice house with the white picket fence he has a regular day job like harry would love to have all of those things you know and he doesn't yet and as the more things goes on he starts more and more believing you know maybe i can't maybe i shouldn't maybe i don't deserve it whatever right so yeah just like michael is like everything good wrapped up that we all love that we're like we don't want to see michael knocked off his pedestal i'm like it's more so for harry you know because this is a real influence and a real person in his life well in the in the arc of the story like bringing michael down like this it brings more of a trauma to the actual 
that part of the story. Yeah. Like, you feel much more impacted. Like, it's not just, you know, Dresden like, oh, getting shit. his usual shit kicked out of him. Well, it's Michael this time that's that's really suffering, and we feel for him. Well, I was going to say, Harry loses his weapons almost every time around. <laughs> you know, like, he lost his staff and his blasting rod in the elevator fight with the scorpions in book one, and... Had to remake them again for... Charity says as much at the jail. She's like, every time you show up, Michael loses a fight. He doesn't lose fights unless you show up or injured, right? It's like, essentially speaking, like, Michael, through, you know, almighty God, he goes out and he wins, and then he goes home. He has that extra layer of protection. Whereas Dresden, generally, he goes out and he gets the shit beat out of him. He's like, all right, how do I cheat now? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it pretty much, like, step one for Harry is always lose. And then learn. Yeah, it's like he doesn't know how to size up his army, uh, his opponent without. (laughs) Well, yeah, he he pretty much always has to go head to head and lose. And he's like, all right, take two, right? Whereas Michael's never had to do the take two. He pretty much goes out and he wins the day and he comes home, right? So for Michael to lose it all, lose the sword, no less, is like, not not to say that he's, you know, a sore loser, but he's just not used to it. Like, he's really, like, everything he does works for a reason because that is, Yeah, because like you say, God is saying, God will never send you on a task you can't handle. Well, and this is when and where and how you need to be, and I'm making Mm -hmm. the choice to, as opposed to, you know, Harry's making all his own choices Mm -hmm. about where to get involved, whereas um, it just, it reminds me of that comic of Calvin and Hobbes and he's driving with his dad and they you know going over a bridge or whatever and he's like dad how do they know what the weight limit is for bridges and he's like oh they just keep driving bigger and bigger trucks over it until it collapses and then they weigh the last truck and rebuild the bridge you know and Calvin's like oh cool (laughs) that's basically what this is how Harry sizes up his opponents he just goes out there until he gets the shit kicked out of him and he collapses and then he goes, okay, this guy's that strong. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, there's, like, that, uh, uh, internet meme or whatever like that and it's like, um, because I will never be able to eat lava, I pause and look pleadingly at the volcano, uh, volcanologist? 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 Volcanologist, They yeah. sternly, subtly shake their head no. It is clear this is an old, ongoing argument. My prevailing theory is that it has a texture of very thick honey. <laughs> But it's like, I just, like, always imagine, like, that's, like, Harry speaking at the podium, and he always turns and looks at Michael, and Michael's like, uh-uh, and he's like, all right, keep on. <laughs> Won't do that. Still not a good idea. Damn it. Yeah, but it's, like, it's, like, always, like, yeah, like, Harry's like, I will go, and I will fight the monster, because I think it'll go fine, and then Michael's like, maybe don't do that, and he's like, really? I think it'll be fine. Michael's like, or... <laughs> You can only go up when you're at the bottom. (laughs) (laughs) And when you're Harry, it it takes a very long time for him to not think he's at the bottom. Like, he always says he has a ton of raw power, but everyone he meets for a very long time, he's like, oh, this guy's scary, oh, this guy's scary. And then there's, like, a subtle shift later in the books. He's like, fuck that guy, I'll punch him in the face. (laughs) And he does, and you're like, oh, shit, who are you? (laughs) Well, exactly, right? It's like he kind of knows he probably can punch most of these guys in the face, but, yeah, he's not quite willing to take the chance at mm, first. Yeah, I don't think th- you can punch a vampire in the face. They will definitely grab your hand before you get to their face. <laughs> well, okay, but I just meant the raw power, yeah. like the spell slinging and stuff oh like God. that, right? So Michael's depressed and Harry's like, well, Harry's, it's, a, it's good timing for Harry because, like, it's obviously funny and it helps move the plot along, but it's also at the same time mean, but he's like, oh, great. Now's the time to have a crisis of confidence from the fist of God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. All right, Harry. Right. So, um, so yeah, they figure out. So part of what Harry has been doing, and while he's talking with Michael and stuff like that, is he also figures out that um, even with the the bite that the demon took of him, and having sort of some insight into Harry's friends and things like that, he's like, but a demon's still a demon, still a demon. Like it should not have understood. The nuances and compassion and empathy of why my friends would be important to me. If it's there... Doesn't understand love. Doesn't understand love. Because even when he's talking to Stallings, too, and Stallings hints that there's issues with Kravos, and then Harry even thinks to himself, he's like, well, maybe did the demon take him out while it's at it, you know? Like, it's taking out all these people like Michael and me and the cops and stuff that were there. But really, you know, as far as the demon's concerned, like, most of them don't like being summoned up by wizards and being under that compulsion, that control or whatever, right? So he's like, maybe he got pissed off and took out Kravos and stuff like that too, right? But he's like, if all it's doing is going after the people that, you know, killed it, (laughs) he's like, yeah, charity and stuff like that should not have had, right? So he starts, they sort of start putting together that maybe this demon is not acting on his own 
um, vengeance and things like that that somebody else so maybe that's his part of the deal is like well sure I'll help you and in exchange I get to kill all the people that piss me off or whatever or you know the whole point of him taking anybody out is simply um, by the choice of this third party or whatever mm-hmm. so yeah Harry starts you know once again there's another layer there's another level to this puzzle there's right so like you say it is it's a little bit hard you feel kind of bad you're like dude just let Michael like go hug his wife and find out because they've given the baby like 36 hours right so you know day and a half or whatever like it's not a lot of time to know if your newborn is you know and Harry's like hey we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go let's well, and it's another thing and he's like is there anything you can do for charity here and he's yeah. like not really pray I'm like uh, emotional support <laughs> while yeah. she's like <laughs> suffering in the hospital. Right, like, first of all, she just went through childbirth. I yeah. mean, most of us would appreciate our husbands, partners, spouses, right. whatever. But on top of that, uh, traumatic childbirth. <laughs> traumatic where childbirth. Where the child has trauma and you After went through being just, being like, abused and assaulted the night before. Like, mm. yeah. hours ago. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly, right? Is there anything you can do for your wife? Nah, she's good. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, if, you know, I'm like, I understand why Harry needs and wants the help, but it's the same time. Again, right, it's kind of harsh on... If I was Charity, I wouldn't like Harry. If yeah. you were Charity, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's, yeah. She's, she's fully justified. justified yeah. I, yeah. I, I was going to say, yeah, that's one of the things that, again, even... Even, like, earlier when we're saying, like, why Susan's getting mad at him, we're like, um, he's busy, like, saving the world, but at the same time, like, you totally feel for Susan, because, yeah, if your boyfriend, like, turned you off for, like, date after date after Blew date, off, and kept yeah. standing you up and all this shit, like, you understand from Susan's point of view, and, yeah, And Harry's without much just, reason, like, and like I say, yeah. like, um, oh, no, we haven't got to that part yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're thinking of, we're not there. Mm-hmm. But still, yeah, I but mean, still, time and time again, like, all these, <laughs> well, I mean, at the moment so far, it's just woman in his life, but they're constantly, like, we put up with so much of your bullshit, Harry. <laughs> and obviously, as readers, we can be like, he's got really good reasons. He's saving the universe. And even as the other woman, and I mean, it's men and woman, but at this moment in time, we've pretty much only seen it from the woman character so far. Even Murphy, when he's like, well, I gotta go do this. Like, I don't have time to explain it to you, right? Yeah. And it's just like... Well, he lacks a certain amount of clear communication skills because he's trying to always hold the cards close to his chest and not get anybody in trouble. He almost says, or he doesn't say, sorry. He almost has, like, this, like, lack of empathy in a way. Like, when it goes for others, he's just like... No, he's just like, he just like doesn't have like the emotional intelligence to think from other people's point of view. He's like, I've got, I'm justified. I'm good to do this, right? Well, whereas everyone else is like, bitch, (laughs) think about it from my spot. Well, this is it, right? He, he can't, you know, divulge council secrets and, and, you know, things about wizards at large to, to Karen. But at the same time, Stallings is like, oh, I can't really tell you what's going on. And Harry's like, bitch, what the yeah. fuck is going on with Cabra? Just tell me. <laughs> damn stupid cops. Yeah, he's like, they're little boys club and you're always just right. And it's like exactly like, mm-hmm. you know, he doesn't like it when it happens to him. But occasionally he acknowledges it. But most of the time, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, yeah, doesn't realize or care or whatever. That he, that's the exact same thing he's doing to everybody else. And it takes him a while to figure that one out. I noticed something about, in this chapter, there's been repeating theme, uh, or, or statement. I've noticed a number of times the ca- characters have said, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I, I've, the other books, it hasn't been, it hasn't come up. But in this particular book, it's come up at least three times now. Harry said it, Susan said it, now Michael has said it. Apparently, Butcher was spending too much time on Facebook at the early 2000s. <laughs> well, it was, it's complicated. I had. To, I, I just wonder if there's like a reason why that that, that he's thematically putting that in. Well, uh, things are about to get complicated. This book, so there <laughs> there are a lot of. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot of these relationships are complicated. Um, a lot of the overarching themes and the plot is all going to. I will admit, I had not specifically noticed that term cropping up unusually frequently. So, yeah, I'm not sure if that's a specific or not. I'm going to watch for it now. Yeah, (laughs) now I'm going to be like every five seconds. So Now it's not going to show up for the rest of the book. Now that'll be it because Uh, I just searched it in the ebook. It's going to show up one more time. (laughs) 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 Woo! As soon as you brought it up, I searched the word in the ebook. Nice. Um, Six times total in this book, by the way. Oh, wow. Okay. See that? Then there's definite. Comes up, yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so they try and scope out if they've got any like shared enemies or anything like that, that, you know, maybe that's what's controlling the cat's paw and that's why it's coming after both of them. A really but unnecessary conversation when we're like, do we have any shared enemies? And they're both like, pretty much the entire world hates both of us. And it's like, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a worthwhile conversation. <laughs> like, especially because like, it's established that they really 
don't work together that often, at least at this point. Like, they've had a time or two when they've both yeah. met up on the same job, but it's not like they have that many overarching. They're just both like, everyone hates us because we fight monsters. Hey, everyone hates me because I fight monsters. That just covers them all. It's like, all yeah. right, why did you even talk about that? <laughs> Pretty much. Just like, yeah. Wait, yeah. is there something specific? Like, literally, yeah. Like, like, it's like, it would have yes. been cool if they'd started, like, you know, well, we've worked on, like, case A, case B, case D, and case C, but, or if I don't know, the alphabet's really hard. <laughs> Jessica, <laughs> we've already tried to ban math. If we have to take out the alphabet too, we're screwed. <laughs> oh man! Point is, is that like that would have been cool if they'd like you know rapid fired a couple cases they've actually worked on each other. <laughs> but yes, get rid of the alphabet. I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> the point is, is that yeah. Either way, useless conversation. You could have thrown in some fun shit for us, and they didn't. So what was even the point? Yeah. And then he's uh, Michael brings up the Godmother, and he's like, so. Because <laughs> he's like, um, you know, I'm not one to like. I don't think it's my place to judge. But yeah, but Harry is like, you have butt face, which is like one of the best lines from Buffy ever. Giles is trying to talk to her, and she's like, you have butt face, and he's like, excuse me. She's like, uh, you look like you're gonna say butt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't re recognize that. Um, yeah, well, he doesn't specific. That's not the actual. Just makes me think every oh. time. Because Harry's <laughs> like, I hear a butt coming, and all I can think every time is, you, you have, have butt, butt face. face. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's like, yeah, how did you get mixed up with her? Like, she's bad. He's like, some are merely alien, but she's like malevolent. And Harry like gets that little like mm, heart pain and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, it wasn't really me. It was my mother. And he's like, how could your mother do that to you? And Harry's like, I don't know. He's got issues. And Poor boy. <laughs> mommy issues now. <laughs> right? So yeah, he's like, I don't understand why she would do that to her child. And Harry's Which is just a fair like, thing for Michael to ask too, because essentially like, the only way to get rid of a deal is if somebody else takes your deal. Or you fulfill it or whatever. Well, like, yeah, either exactly. you fulfill it or, or someone else takes your place. Like, that's actually, like, Leanne Seed's, like, her actual, like, shtick when you read her stories. Like, yeah. the only way to get out of her deals oh. is to put someone else in your deal. Yeah, you, right? can, you can sell off your debt. You can sell off your debt like to someone that, else. So but, essentially, yeah, it totally seems like... eventually somebody is cashing that marker in. It totally seems like Harry's mom either, A, put it on him or simply because of her untimely death, it got put on him. So yeah. whether or not it was intentional oh. or not by mama, yeah. it does seem like very like... Although yeah. he is her godmother. Well, I know, which, which makes it seem more like it is um, Margaret Le Fay's doing. Yeah. More intentional But again, but yeah. as you say, due to her untimely demise, Harry doesn't know. Harry doesn't know, yet. But again, so yeah, it is a little bit, yeah, Harry, like, I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> no. Was kind of... Again, he's like, he's like, it was a child's pain. But yeah, he's like, I don't know why the fuck my mom... Saddled me with this Saddled bitch. me with this, yeah, evil very mm -hmm. godmother and... But she did. So, yeah, and he's like, whatever, it's not important. Harry's, and Michael is like, it is to me. And he's like, ooh, yeah, I'm dealing with like a righteous kind of, yeah, consequences mm -hmm. matter. And, and where some people, like the ends justify the means, not so in Michael's case. He's like, no. So Harry, Harry does his best to, to fill him in and let him know what's going on there. And, you know, placates Michael for now, appeases him or whatever. Um... Yeah. You know, and he's all like, oh, we'll get the sword back, like, blah, blah, blah. And Michael's like, but, you know, like, in time, I don't know. Um, and this is where he kind of goes off on his, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be, you know, maybe my time with it has passed. And Harry guilts him into or convinces him or whatever exactly. <laughs> I think guilt is the right word because Harry straight up says at the end of the chapter, I feel guilt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I say, Michael is quite the incredible man for because he he already he's willing to forgive dresden for misusing it and losing the store so mm -hmm. he's like what's done is done yeah which is turn the other cheek yeah just like this is th that sword is his life for him just to be like okay it ain't no starbucks mm -hmm. card it's yeah 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 and that's why yeah why michael's a fictional <sighs> character <laughs> yep <laughs> so uh, whatever i mean michael and big. harry i guess you know <laughs> they're bros they're bros. They agree. They're gonna go out and solve this shit. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's got someone watching the kids, so let's go. Let's go kick some ass, ass and stop this guy from preventing anybody else, and hopefully save, you know, your wife and Murphy and all this, and stop the madness, crazy. Because again, Charity doesn't seem to have got as much of it or for as long, but he still literally stuck his fingers in her head, kind of thing. Like he messed around in there a little bit. So while she's not in the catatonic state that that Murphy's trapped in, 
like he still poked around in there and did some damage. Well, just right. thankfully, you know, Dresden was kind of right on his heels, and then Michael that, you know, he didn't get to do as much. But you got to think that there's still some leftover psychic trauma happening there. So again, presumably dealing with this guy will will help her that way too, even if they can't do anything physically. So. Yeah, so Michael finally gives in. All right, let's go. Thank you to our Patreon subscribers for your generous support. It's people like you who help us do what we do. If you're not yet a Patreon subscriber, sign up today and get a fuck ton of bonus content, kick-ass merch, behind-the-scenes outtakes, and more. Sign up today at patreon.com slash free flow rambling. Chapter 23. Dresden and Michael return to Harry's apartment where he sets up a spell to make contact with the nightmare. Dresden calls upon the nightmare and binds it to do no harm to anyone but Harry himself. The two plan what to do next. Okay. Mm. So. No, but I knit. Chapter 23. Yes, that's where we're at. Um, so I will say, at the beginning of this book, I did say that um, something happens in this book that mm-hmm. pretty much One starts decision. the Mirror Mirror timeline. And it is more or less divided in the fandom between chapter 23, chapter 28, and chapter, or sorry, chapter chapter 23, chapter 29, or chapter 38. Mm-hmm. So, I'm... I'm more or less, I believe it was chapter 29 where it all goes down, and that's what Mirror Mirror Timeline. But there is two events that happen in this chapter that are good contenders for the timeline split. So, we'll uh, speak about those when we get there. Mm. But to start off with, Harry, ritual. Woohoo! Yeah, mm. so we jump back down to his lab, and Harry's like, it's kind of creepy. Like, because, I mean, basically, yeah, it was after, again, this is just the night before that he had. He got drugged up by the vampires and had his crazy, scary nightmare that then turned out to be not a completely ethereal nightmare and was something that was actually happening and he was like curled up in his little protection bubble and now he's like and then went to the graveyard and fought with and then yeah Mm -hmm. and then saw it attacking murphy and then ran and had an epic battle in the graveyard and now he's just coming back and yeah he's like it's kind of creepy and weird he's like you know logically like i knew it was bright daylight outside but down in his dark little lab but like when you see a matinee you come out of the movie theater and it's bright out and you're like what the fuck right yeah (laughs) totally disorienting (laughs) Um, yeah, but you can tell he's just wrecked. Like mm-hmm. he's he's quite. You feel he's he's just feeling fear from from even just being in candlelight. Well, and like, as mom said, like the last time he slept wasn't exactly a nice sleep. Like he was poisoned and being eaten. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah, he hasn't like, had running any. on fumes really. And yeah, I had that just the other day, and it wasn't even a bad dream. I just I can't remember the what was going on now, and I remember sort of waking up and being like, it wasn't even like. I was fighting with someone in my dream, but whatever it was, there was just really strong emotions going on then. And I woke up kind of a bit. And like I say, it wasn't even anything traumatic. You know, nothing bad happened. I wasn't fighting with someone because I have those ones too. You wake up and you're still just like, you're like, okay, I know it was a dream, but I'm pissed off, you know? But whatever it was, it wasn't even anything like that. So like you say, something as real as this. And again, like the horrible deaths of everybody else in that dream. Like, man, I don't like a lot of my bad dreams, and they're not nearly that horrific. I don't like any of my bad dreams. That's why they're bad dreams. But <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. Yeah, I just realized I, was, I like some of my bad dreams. No, I don't. They're bad. Um, so we learn a little bit more about uh, Kravos. And uh, that from because he's been Dresden has been going through his journal. Yes, so he's, he's killed nine people in, in different rituals. You know, I just want to actually want to throw this out there. I was talking about um, Project Hail Mary on Discord uh, mm-hmm. last week, and like uh, the book kind of does like this back and forth where it's like you're in the now and then you're in the past and you're in the now and you're in the mm-hmm. past, and the book slowly kind of almost converge to be like they almost right. bring you back to where the book started, right? And this is like, like when I first started reading it, I was like, I hated the time jumping backwards. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just want to know what's happening now. But as I've gone further and further in the book, I'm like, fuck, what happened in the past? Like, stop giving me the now. I want to know what was happening back then. Obviously, right? that led to this. Right? And- but like, even with this book, it's like, you spend this whole book, like, well, not the whole book, but you, you get to a certain portion where you're like, can you just tell me what the fuck went down with Kravos? I'm tired of this goddamn, like, <laughs> e- teeny, eeny, itsy, bitsy bullshit. Like, just Hints fucking tell crumbs. me what the fuck happened. And this is, like, finally, you get to this chapter, and you're like, thank you. Yeah. I just want to know what happened this whole goddamn time. 
Well, that's like why I say the first time I read this, I didn't realize the importance of it because normally when it's important, you get there's a book on it. <laughs> the, the 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 action is right then and there. Yeah, or they you know recap what went down and but exactly it was always just like it always just seemed like these little throws that you know at first I was like what and I'm like no this this isn't anything that's you know because I was like or what case are they referring to and I'm like yeah it doesn't fit cells it doesn't fit the werewolves it doesn't so I'm like okay something that happened off camera or whatever and yeah exactly and the, that's that's why it was like I'm like is it important is it not like we're getting crumbs but they keep popping up or they like and then yeah. You finally start, and you're like, oh, I was supposed to pay attention to that. <laughs> that was the leading up to this. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, in classic psychopathic warlock, sorcerer, serial killer type behavior, he's kept fantastic notes <laughs> and documented everything. Yeah, Women, children. Used drugs to get used in, into ritual orgies for his magic. And- yeah. And then, yeah, all sorts he, of terrible things. Uh, yeah, this is like a reskinned Shadow Man. I was thinking that too. I was like, I, my note here sounds a lot like Shadow Man. Yeah. <laughs> Similar, and that's well. I mean, he does kind of say uh, seems standard operating procedure for guys like Kravos, but yeah, exactly right. They learn what easier, you know, emotions are there to tap into than like anger and lust, kind of a Which thing. Really, like, I mean, like they got you- it from the vampires, you know, drug everyone up, throw them into an orgy, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, you funny, um, funny, evil humans. The monsters were doing it first. Right. Everything old is new again. Mm-hmm. They just think they invented it. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, a lot of icky, terrible stuff that he doesn't really want to have to read through. But lets he, him know what's going on, and it gives him the demon. Yeah, he definitely finds out. At, how does he say that? Azor, Azorthril. Azorthrigal. Yeah, that. That. I think I'm going off Marster's pronunciation there. I think Marster says it differently. Azorthrigal. Zorthergal, I thought Zorthergal. I thought it was an O, and I just listened to this chapter in audiobooks, and I thought the first letter was an O. So, mm. Azorthergal, Oz- I don't know. Anyways, bad guy. Azor blah, blah, blah. Yes. You're not supposed <laughs> to know guy. the true pronunciation. <laughs> right, exactly. We don't have the book carefully marked out. It would be too dangerous to give out that information properly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Harry's notes have not been... Um, Approved by the White Council yet for publication? Yeah, well, he's not trying to pass on the name for... <laughs> he needed it to summon it for there. Now that name can, like, rust in the dust because he doesn't want anybody else trying to summon this dead demon. But um, the name probably came from World of Warcraft, though. Because it was a World of Warcraft monster first. Oh, oh really? So. Well, there you However go. However they say it. Not not even a, a real mythological creature, but a mythological mythological creature? Well, to be fair, he takes a lot of... He takes a lot of World of Warcraft weapons and characters and names and shit. I didn't realize that. Oh. I guess that's kind of fair. There's that with D and D stuff too. Sort of the more I go oh, through Jim that. Oh, Jim Butcher, you're a nerd, it, right? <laughs> <laughs> but just like stuff keeps popping up on like Instagram and things like that too now, and it's like all these things that you're like, oh, I never really realized that was just like a D and D. You know, it's just like common now. But you're like, oh, it's something they made up for that. It's like, well, everybody knows what one of these are now, but. Anyways, right. We do learn uh, the difference between like names and then names with a capital N. Mm-hmm. How they can be used and how they can change and get stale for people, but how demons are are very consistent. Yeah, I really like that concept. That concept. Like it was, it's very well thought through. I like it. It is well, and it's it's very comforting as a person because you're like, oh, I'm not that person anymore. Nobody can. But at the same time, it's also you know gives him that good reason for why magic never works for the rest of us in the real. You know, Harry's like, well, you can just do this and you can just do that, and it's super easy as long as you know how or you have enough. You know, he's like anybody can draw a magic circle, but there's always like these little caveats, and this is the one like right here where he's like, well, really, you can get anybody's head if you have their name, but human beings are so complex and so fluid, no, he's changing that. You're gonna be screwed if you try. <laughs> like it has kind of has like double purpose there for a little indemnity clause. Yeah, literally. He's like, yeah, but um, yeah, and again, we've heard this before. It came up um, specifically in Stormfront, all about names and things. I don't think we got as much of it. I don't think it got went in, into quite as much detail. No, though, Full as this Moon does. didn't really, yeah, have anything to do with anybody's yeah. name as such. But yeah, here we're getting the emphasis again, and yeah, how important. So because all these because there is a difference between the demons and and human. Yeah, it's like you know, yeah, we change our minds and we go through events that make us like new people, whether they're traumatizing or you strong know, emotion, strong emotion or whatever. So. 
Um, yeah, sort of using that cliched, people always grow and change and never stop, but also in like sort of a, giving it a different sort of meaning, mm-hmm. making it a bit more meaningful, you know? And it's like, it's good because now nobody can like hunt you down and like explode your heart because you're not the same person as you were yesterday. <laughs> so, um, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that is a whole interesting kind of concept on that whole thing and the, um, the human condition. Yes. Yeah. So Dresden begins to create a summoning circle with objects that the nightmare has touched. Uh, or associated with. Yeah. Uh, his shield bracelet. Michael had given his uh, his wedding ring charities. Uh, he took the, the nameplate for Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> the original, the paper one she had yeah. for so long before they got her a real one. <laughs> and then uh, Malone had uh, turned up uh, Mickey's retirement watch. Yeah. So. Yeah, a trip to the Grateful Malone household. Yeah, so basically, yeah, things that are connected to everyone that's been targeted mm-hmm. so far. Um, and uh, yeah, again, just as Harry sort of said, it's a bit like names and things like that, but just another way to make a link mm-hmm. between people and things. So yeah, so he he has doesn't he have he has like the incense circle, and then he has like the copper ring. So the copper ring is going to do, like, that's like the cage waste class going to do, but he's sort of done another ring. So so it's like the copper circle is there, and then Harry's sitting outside of that, and then does this other ring around himself with all these things. So he's not, you know, sort of in the the one he wants to catch him in, but he's still closing himself off from other magical disruptions and things in order to work this other spell he wants to... You know, it's like he's gone into a clean room to right. do his thing. So mm-hmm. he's still got to mess with his stuff, but he's blocking out other things around him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like an entrance with two doors. You get in the first one to get in to the second one. Pretty much, exactly. He's building that extra buffer um, in between. Um, so Michael interrupts the start of the circle already to ask if he's finished. <laughs> like, are you done yet? Are you done yet? Are you done I know. Yet? Apparently, he doesn't realize how long it takes to set up. He's like, I can't just go down here and be like abracadabra. It's like I gotta get all this stuff. I gotta place it all around. I gotta draw my circles. I got it. Yeah. <laughs> Michael's like, are you done yet? Are you done yet? And it's so funny because Harry's like, I could keep the irritation out of my voice. He's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And again, this is a nice little exchange. We've kind of talked about it before, but again, this is sort of where you get it, right? It's like Michael can tolerate it, but he doesn't really condone it. So again, when he's out there doing things, anything sort of magical or could be perceived as such is, again, he feels like it's coming directly from, you know, his Lord and God, and therefore it's, but he's not really sure about what Harry's, because Harry's not calling upon God to help him. He doesn't know what Harry's. So, again, I'm like, Harry gets good results. Harry's not inherently evil. You know, Michael soul-gazed him, and, but, yeah, it's like, I tolerate it. I don't really trust or know, right? Um, so, yeah, again, just that little, so yeah, he's not actually going to come down there and, and, you know, <laughs> see what's going on and know where he's, he's just hovering around up top, like, I mean, really, this is where he should have been, like, a few hours ago. This is almost like the nervous father pacing around outside the room. Is the baby here yet? Are you guys all done in there? I don't don't actually want to see any of the icky parts. I just want to... So... Dresden continues to call in the nightmare through the spell. But it, it isn't really successful at first. It sort of flounders a bit until it finally catches his mark. Yeah. Well, he said, yeah, uh, I mean, he said originally that, like, you know, he's not looking for the demon. He's looking for the ghost of the demon. Mm-hmm. But he's finding, like, even that's not enough to attach. He's got to really focus on, like, the, you know, energy footprint, fingerprint of this thing to really Yeah, when he starts down, thinking about, know? like, the barbed wire spell and the damage it's been causing, that's when it seems to get a stronger link and zero win on it more. Yeah, but a little yeah. bit more metaphysical to... Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and that's the thing. Yeah, he is. He's kind of surprised because he kind of, you know, goes questing out there and figures it'll be a pretty quick, direct thing. But this is the thing, Harry. Harry doesn't do a lot of demon summoning on whole yet. That I mean, we've seen him do a little, but basically, he's like, yeah, it's not really what kosher wizards do on the on the everyday kind of thing. You're not allowed to do it, but I've done it once a book so far. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he didn't summon the one in, in Stormfront. He just broke the control. He just called the name. He did summon one for information in 
Um, and then again, this one, he's, but yeah. So sort of once a book, but not really. <laughs> Anyways. Um, two out of three. <laughs> two out of three. But yeah, but he expects basically it's just going to be like a boom. I'm going to call it. There it'll be. And so he's surprised. And whether, so like I say, whether that's because um, he's a little lacking in juice because of this chunk that's taken, whether it's because he doesn't have as big an understanding about demons in general, whether the ghost of a demon is different enough from a living demon like you know harry's not quite sure what it is that's making this different and affecting it harry doesn't know shit <laughs> a lot of the time no except trying to piss off the his girlfriend this is what the, we're good this the, is weird the quote that he uses though he's like the spell quested about in the never never like the blind tentacle of the kraken scouring the deck looking for some hapless soul to grab Mm-hmm. No spoilers. Interesting description <laughs> there, buddy. <laughs> he doesn't love a good Kraken now and again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Say no to Kraken. <laughs> Crackalackin. <laughs> Say no. But yeah, the other phone call, because he gets a few interruptions before he gets started. So one is Michael, and then then just as he's getting started here, too. Um, well, once he starts to latch onto it, I guess not prior to, but once he's starting to... Um, get a hold of this thing and trying to to get a grip and bring it in um, and then he hears the phone ring yeah. and you know and so he's like literally like literally metaphysically he's literally wrestling. spiritually <laughs> wrestling with this thing trying to you know get that last sue on and like rope it in and Michael's <laughs> like hey got a phone call <laughs> he's like little busy he's like it's Susan Okay, I can't talk right now. It's like, but she says it's really important. He's <laughs> like, mm-hmm. fighting with a demon. It's <laughs> like little busy here. But even Michael seems to be very like Harry. You really got to take this call. Like she's really needs you. She's been trying to get in contact with you. And this is a little bit, you know, the difference between Harry and everyone else. Who's like, you know, Michael's like, you know, my wife is calling. My wife's in labor. I should be with her. And Harry's like, fuck it. We're fighting demons, you know. And Michael's like, Susan really needs to talk to you. He's like, I'm on the phone with a demon already. Yeah. <laughs> but this is one of those big moments that people think if he'd let go of the demon and taken Susan call. Susan's call could have changed the timeline forever. Right. Oh. And this is entirely true. This is definitely one of those pivotal moments where. You know, and again, this is where the back and forth where, you know, like she talked to him, um, you know, a few episodes back or chapters back and, um, you know, was like, oh, maybe I'll see you tonight. And he's like, I don't know, I might have to be out. And she's like, oh, potluck. Or, you know, she calls him up to ask about Kravos. And he's like, oh, what's this about? And she's like, oh, I don't really know yet. I can't really say what's going on. I'm just it's following. It's complicated, right? And he's like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, maybe I'll see you later. Maybe not, you know. And it's one of those where it's like you get so much of that that Harry just thinks it's another one of those situations where he's kind of like, well, what, you know, and we're like, just tell people what's going on. And, you know, so, yeah, it's not, this is, I mean, granted, Harry's definitely busy. This isn't just like, you know, minor inconvenience is a or bad something. Time. Like, this is really a bad time. Um, and again, I get it. You're almost like, well, you've got Mike. Like, it's not even like you couldn't get through. Like, I tried phoning and it rang and rang and rang. I'm like, Michael does pick up the phone for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, granted, Susan has only just met Michael. But I mean, I think he's got a pretty big endorsement off of Harry. And obviously, he's there answering Harry's phone. Like, there's shit, you know, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell Michael. Yeah, either, you know, even if you don't give him the whole story or what you're, you know, at least even tell him. that whole, you know, leave a message thing. Ex- it's like, yeah, like, even if you don't want to give the information directly yeah, to Michael. Yeah, and be like, well, know. fine, if he doesn't get back to me in the next 10 minutes, tell him this is what I'm doing or whatever, you know, and let him deal with it. Or, But yes, no, of course not. Again. Um, again, that lack of communication. <laughs> yeah, proper communication, lack of plot. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, does not take the call. Um, gets his attention back on, like he starts honing in on not so much just the demon, but what it's been doing and causing. And that... You know what it's like to date a 26-year-old man. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Dresden begins to question the nightmare, asking who sent it, which the nightmare continually claims no one has. No one has. Yeah, he's like, just let me go. Um... And it's kind of, like, this is one of those ones where, again, like, for what it is now, but when you know sort of how it goes back and you come back to this conversation, I'm kind of like, I don't know if it plays out quite as smoothly for, like, you know, like, when you're just going through this way, you're like, da-da-da-da-da-da, and you get to the end, and you're like, oh, but then when you're like, wait a minute, if you actually focus on this for a moment, you're like, 
that shouldn't, because which was, like, right? Because, you know, because, I don't know. It's hard to go into because I can't talk about what's coming up next. But if I remember, I guess we can redress this when it's... Try to remember. Try to remember, but... Write some notes. It's, yeah, it's 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 little teeny technicalities. Pretend like we're professionals. <laughs> right? <laughs> Been doing this for a year. <laughs> um, but yes, just technicalities in this conversation that don't quite add up properly in the long run, I don't think. Mm-hmm. And either, you know, and I mean, again, there's only, I'm sure, so much Butcher can do to without giving it away. So either is sort of had to make that or just didn't deal with it. I don't know. <laughs> Poor Butcher. He just keeps chopping off. Like, skip the first book. Skip the second book. Skip the third book. Start the fourth book. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, I'm not going to go quite no, that this far. This is really where it begins. Yeah. <laughs> so I was really happy with, like, how changes went. Pick, start there. Yeah, I was going to say, like, so just start with changes. and <laughs> You might not feel the same devastation, but just... <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's one of those where it's like a lot of really satisfying stuff happens, but not quite enough to upset to offset all the other changes that take place <laughs> in that book. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, anyways, finally, so yeah. So, yeah, huge fight with this demon, and it's back and forth and back and forth. And essentially, you know, the demon is very insistent that he's not working for anyone. He's blah blah blah. And we've kind of had this thing before where Harry's like, if I ask three times, you've got no choice but to answer me. Mm-hmm. But even then, this demon is like, ba ba ba. And then obviously, you get the connection from the other side trying to pull as back back, right? Which I don't know how that you know how that bolsters the demon or not. But he seems to get bolstered quite a bit. He's like, blah blah blah. I don't have to listen to you. Blah blah blah. Yeah, well, I mean, again, I, I mean, like you say, if you look at it simply as a tug of war, if the other person on the other end's got, you know, the demons in the middle of the rope, if they're tugging harder, then he gets sucked back, and Harry just doesn't have the juice right now, because he's been eated. But he he throws out a last-minute Hail Mary there, um, and binds it. Throws, mm. out, throws a binding on this thing while he's got it. Um, and sasses while he's at it. Because he's Harry. <laughs> It's thine heart. Yeah. And no, you won't. <laughs> I love that, yeah. Yeah, no, I love that bit. He's <laughs> like, just kind of stands home and going, fuck you. So that's where he binds him to only come after him. But sh- right shortly after that, the spell is broken and the nightmare gets to leave the circle. Yeah, he loses it or whatever. It gets yanked back the other side. The connection's broken. Um, so he's now even more exhausted because, again... A lot of, you know, while it doesn't always look much on the surface or to the casual observer, um, it takes a lot out of Harry yeah, to do this stuff. energy ex- uh, e- expenditure. Yeah, expenditure and things like that. So, yeah, so he's already in a sort of tired, weakened state. Now he's even more drained. Um, and, yeah, it takes me, I think he has to go upstairs and, like, down a Coke or something like that, <laughs> you know? Oh, I love that, because Michael actually goes to go get him the sandwich and some Coke. <laughs> oh, yeah, so Michael brings it, too. He goes to the kitchen, brings like, it back. I know. He's, he's got a fire set up for he's, him. He's right. He's like, I don't under... Oh, he really yeah. is. He's so good today. And just, like, just unconsciously, just, you know, just the thing to do, you know? Just like, here, come, sit down. Are you okay? Are you doing, <laughs> you know? But yeah, looking after Harry. Um, so yeah, so finally, Harry gets it together enough and sort of tells Michael, Michael this is where Michael points it out. He's like, this is so a very you, bad idea. Yeah, he's like, um, he's like, he's like, I called it up and he's like, I just laid a binding on it before it could get away. And he's like, what kind of binding? He's like, I kept it from going after you or Murphy or your family. I couldn't keep it out, but I could limit its targets. And he's like, by making it come after you. And I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. I was like, you know, I was like a little bit of pride. He's like, I had to do it at the last second on the fly. I hadn't really planned it, but it worked. So long as I'm alive, it can't mess with anyone. So long as you're alive. So now she's going to come directly for you. And if it didn't want to kill you before, it's going to stop at nothing but now. Okay, maybe. <laughs> but it Save can't the go city. Oh, wait. <laughs> So they're kind of like, okay, whatever. You know, Harry's like, well, I made my choice. And then do they say we're there? What are we going to do, Harry? We're going to a party. That's how it ends. Yes. Just before then, he's like, 
Michael starts to doubt himself again. Mm-hmm. And he, but that's where, where uh, Dresden really brings in the idea. If, he's, if you don't do anything, people will die. Mm-hmm. And if you do do something, people still might die. But at least we have done something. Sure. Which yeah. convinces. Yeah, he's like, it's big and bad and it scares the hell out of yeah. me. But might be the only one. So, yeah. So and he's like, yeah, Michael's like, but you've lost so much of your power and I've lost the sword. And he's like... You're right, but... So, yeah, just have to have faith. That Dresden is really turned into Michael's cheerleader at this point. Like, we can do this, we can do this, yes, we can do this. Yeah, and he is a cheerleader, but also because he really fucking needs it. Mm -hmm. This is really in his own selfish self-interest, like, you know, Michael. But yeah, he's like, dude, you cannot back out on me now. Like, I have no one else to... I mean, again, Harry doesn't have a lot of people anyways, um, but he doesn't even have, like, Murph. I mean, Murph, again, this is becoming much more supernatural than not. So, but, you know, it doesn't even have just, like, a fucking pair of eyes and a gun. You know, it's like she's right taken out. And at this point, Harry doesn't really have any other allies or friends or, you know what I mean, to fall back on or anything like this. So, yeah, <laughs> it's it's like, you know, you're like, yeah, come on, Michael, go. And, you know, but at the same time, you're like, really, Harry's just being, like, really super fucking selfish. And a stuff. little like, selfish. Yeah, because <laughs> it's very so, you know, he's like, I need to, I mean, it's half and half. He's being selfless in the sense that, yeah, he bound this thing to him without, you know, thinking of the consequences there. Um, he's going out to face this thing because somebody needs to make, but at the same time, it's also selfish because he's like, I don't want to go do it alone. Yeah. Like, you know, we have to make it try. But it's like, please, please, please come along and please try and save my ass because I don't know if I can, yeah. you know. But, uh, yeah, it's time to get your party on. So, mm. there was, I said, two things in this chapter. Mm-hmm. One of them, it's a little bit, you know, between this chapter and the next. Uh, as we know, the next chapter starts with them at the party. So, one of the things that people also believe is, like, the biggest timeline change is the fact that Harry doesn't, is that um, in the other timeline, Harry falls asleep and sleeps through the party mm. and never attends it. Oh. And that that itself could change the timeline. Yep. At this point, Harry has not had a real true restful sleep in two or three days. Yeah. So, so was it just after this spell, like he comes up and falls asleep once Michael gives him a fire and like, a sandwich? Essentially. Okay. Is that he, yeah, sleeps through the party, never attends. This concludes our episode 8.11, Bound Thou Art. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at freeflowrambling.com and macanallies.ca. There we have links to our other podcasts, social media, and other fun tidbits. Please subscribe if you like what you're hearing, and please consider supporting us through Patreon to keep the magic alive and to see more content. We are Free Flow Rambling. Conjure by it at your own risk. <laughs> <laughs>